Hi friends, welcome back to my podcast, Unfiltered. Today I'm going to be filming an episode actually by myself, so I don't have a guest with me, but I've been having a lot of thoughts and feelings lately, and I just want to speak them into existence because I've been doing a lot of reflecting and thinking back on things and really looking at how much I've grown as a person in the last even like three months I feel like I've learned so much and have so much that I want to share with you guys about what I've learned and how I've grown and obviously I'm not done growing I'm not the expert and master to all things in life um but I think it would be a cool thing to be able to record this and be able to have this out in the world and I don't know maybe share my insight and (laughs) wisdom as they call it with people and maybe in some way people will be able to relate to it or I don't know maybe it'll help in some way but I think it'll also be cool to look back on this you know whenever I am old and crotchety and be able to see how much I've grown it'll be a cool way to see how much I've grown and how much I've learned since this point um but yeah I feel like I've done a lot of growth and a lot of learning and I hope it's something that I'm like really proud of myself for um which I'm not someone who has really ever been proud of myself proud of herself so to be here at this point and to have sort of gone through what I've gone through and made it through that is like I'm ha- I'm happy for myself. I honestly can't believe it. But it's made me such a better person and it's something that I want to share because I think that I have a lot of thoughts that <laughs> I just want to share. I don't know. But the topic which is probably not going to be like a linear it's not probably not going to be a linear conversation because anybody who knows me knows that when I talk it's all over the place and I never usually can stay on track and on topic with things but I want to talk about self-love and self-respect and self-confidence and kind of how all of those things for me like played into my mental health and um sort of talk about some of the struggles that like I went through and what those struggles have taught me about being a being stronger mentally and I think mental health and these sort of things are things that our society is getting a lot better about like destigmatizing if that's a word there's like a lot less stigma surrounding these sort of things which is like so awesome but I think that there's so much more and we can never like truly talk about it enough the good both the good and the bad and I think it's something that if you're someone like me who's ready to and willing to have the really raw and open and honest conversations then it's something that we should do because I think it's super important to talk about um and not all of it has to not all of it is always bad it it can be good too there's good so much good in life and I think that that's something that should be celebrated as well so I yeah that's kind of what I want to talk about um starting off obviously anybody who knows me knows that I've faced like my fair share of mental health struggles and 
issues and yada yada but I hope that those around me and those who do know me and saw that part of me can see how much I've grown how much I've changed because I really feel like I have so I hope that that's um the energy and the vibrations that and the the vibes that I'm giving off to the world now because I do feel so changed and so I hope that I hope that I'm giving that that inner that changed energy off because I feel so different and I feel like I, I I really hope I am giving off different vibes more positive vibes I should say um but yeah I mean mental health and like self my the reason I think I struggled so much with my mental health and why I really kind of went into this downward spiral and had this really went through a really dark place was because I really lacked self-confidence and self-respect and self-esteem and that's something that I think I had been lacking since at least 11 years old that's really the first like instance that I can remember like um really truly like questioning myself and yeah it's always been something I've always been a perfectionist I've always been somebody who always got sought out approval from other people and that was how I how other people saw me was how I saw myself and defined myself and my worth as a person which is such a dangerous thing to do and such a no-no I know that now but um, a lot of my struggles came through soccer the sport that I grew up playing that I loved playing that was my pride and joy I was obsessed with it. It was all I did. And looking back on it, it was what I loved the most. But I think I also realized now that it was what killed me the most. <laughs> it was a really... I had such a toxic relationship with it. And I think that it was also a huge reason why I developed such low self-esteem and such low self-confidence and had no respect for myself because... I was playing and, you know, constantly in an environment that was surrounded by people and things that were telling me that I was not good enough and made me feel like I didn't belong and like I would never amount to anything. And that was a really hard thing to hear from 11 years old, at a, you know, as early as 11 years old. Um, that was like my, I think... I remember my first taste of ever feeling like I wasn't good enough or like I wasn't enough was in middle school soccer. I remember like I, there was a girl that I played with and she was just always such a beast like on the field. Just had such a tenacious like spirit about her and wasn't shy, wasn't afraid and had just obviously really good natural athletic abilities and would she was our goal scorer I remember I wanted to be you know embody that kind of playing style and so one game you know I was I tried to do what she did and I you know dribbled around people and then went and scored and um I was so proud of myself and I remember coming off the field expecting not expecting because that sounds bad but I think I was deep down inside of me hoping like most kids that my coach was going to give me a high five or you know say good job good goal but Instead, he said to me, like, why did you do that? You should have passed the ball to so-and-so, this girl. And I just remember being like, oh, okay, I guess that, I guess, 
I, I wasn't good enough to do that. That's not something I should have done. And I think that not only created this mentality for me that like I wasn't good enough, but it made me feel like I just, I wasn't worthy of praise or I wasn't worthy of feeling good enough, like feeling good about myself. And obviously it wasn't just that instance that, you know, created that mindset for me. It was a lifetime and a year's, you know, throughout my middle and high school career that, you know, was slowly, slowly, slowly building up this mentality and this mindset and which ended up boiling over into my senior year post, you know, my youth career, going into my collegiate career, playing soccer. Um, yeah, I mean, there was just a lot of instances that I was, you know, I just never felt good about myself. I remember my freshman year playing soccer. I made varsity as a freshman, and I was so proud of myself. I mean, it was like a big deal at the time. And I remember overhearing my teammates who I thought, you know, were going to end up being my best friends and the girls that I looked up to so much. I remember hearing them be like, how did she even make the team? Like, she's not even good. Like, this completely sucks. Like, she doesn't belong here. And for me, because I, you know, was 14 at the time and was hearing these older girls, you know, say those things, that really made me feel like, okay, maybe I don't belong here. Like, they don't believe in me. So it created this mindset that, like, I, I, where I couldn't believe in myself. I genuinely believed them. I didn't think that I was good enough to be there. And of course, like, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just teammates that, you know, I think put me through that. It was, I had coaches too that cultivated really toxic environments in which stuff like that happened. And um, I don't think that I'm alone when I speak, you know, about these things. I, I'm not, you know, unique to these things. I think with any sport, any team that you're on, there's always some sort of drama and some sort of issues. But like even talking to my own teammates, like I think we all went through sort of similar things. But for me, because I did identify so closely with soccer and soccer was really all I had in life. And it was like the thing that I prided myself most on. It really impacted me and it really impacted, I think, who I was as a person. So yeah, looking back on that, that's tough. And like having coaches who, like I said, didn't believe in me and always trying to seek out their approval and just never really getting it. That was a really tough pill to swallow. I remember hearing one of my coaches, we had this insane fitness test my junior year. And I feel like junior year, I was really pumped. I was really excited. I feel like I was in a really good place um, physically and, and somewhat mentally. Like I was excited about the season. I felt like I was going to contribute. Like this was going to be like my year and I had been in the weight room, like, preparing all season. I had been at every single preseason thing possible because I genuinely loved doing it, but I also wanted to get better, and I was also constantly trying to prove myself, um, which was really toxic. But I remember I did the fitness test, and I finished with, like, one of the top times, if not the top time, maybe, and I remember hearing my coach tell another coach this just doesn't seem right like how did she make it with the top time like I think she might have cheated like sh I think she should have to retake it 
and hearing that just was so defeating (laughs) and so like heartbreaking for me because I had been working so hard on my fitness I had really been preparing for this test I was so nervous about it and I did it and I you know I think surprising to myself did finish well but hearing her say that I like questioned myself I was like did did I cheat like like maybe I did cheat like maybe like yeah how how is it possible that I finished with the best time because I'm not the best here like I just like went I just remember going through this like spiral in my head of like oh my gosh like maybe she's right because this was someone that I wanted so badly to like me and approve of me and see me as an asset on the team that I really questioned myself and looking back on that I'm like no I definitely didn't cheat (laughs) but I allowed her to like make me feel that way like I wasn't like maybe I just wasn't good enough and that really I think now that like thinking that I was thinking those things like really disturbs me and really makes me sad that I allowed other people to play that big of a role in how I saw myself as a person and as a player and as a human being and I think it really wasn't until like the end of my senior year that and beginning of my college career that or call it my college days because my college career did not last long um that I realized that maybe the things that had been happening to me that had become so normal for me like instances like that maybe those things were not okay maybe those things weren't normal um maybe like I was being treated like poorly and that 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 wasn't what I deserved and I think what really allowed me to realize that was I did have someone in my life you know during my senior year of soccer season who my coach really did have a belief in me she instilled faith in me that I could do this and that I was worthy of you know praise and that I was good enough and I I did have something to give and she really not only valued me as a player but as a person as well and at the time I obviously didn't realize that I didn't know that what she was asking of me was something that I was capable of doing I just saw it as like an immense amount of pressure that I didn't think I could handle and of course like I naturally crumbled under all that pressure but because of her I think I realized like what that I did deserve more and that the way I was being treated like I I wasn't I wasn't worthy of that the way that I had been treated and the things that I had normalized over the last you know 10 years of my playing career whatever it was those things weren't okay and it's crazy because I had some like like looking back and remembering things like there was some really like crazy and awful things that that happened to me and especially during my senior year and um I let certain coaches and certain people ruin playing for me and ruin how I saw myself as a person and that just sucks obviously like I ended up quitting and um I no longer play I no longer I, I quit my collegiate career and stopped playing I just wasn't I couldn't enjoy it anymore I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore. I was tired of being so broken down and tired of being treated the way that I had been. And that was like a really like 
quick switch that I did. Um, I remember my senior year, like, I remember trying to quit. I remember being like, I just can't do this anymore. Like, I'm tired of feeling like this all the time, and I'm tired of being treated so badly by people, and I'm tired of just treating my, treating, more importantly, like, treating myself so badly. And, of course, like, you know, my coach wouldn't let me quit at the time. Um, and thank goodness I didn't because it was such a fun year, but I just was going through so much mentally, like it was crazy. And I guess the, like what, why I like share those things and why I share those experiences is because I was someone who let everyone else in my life and everyone around me determine how I saw myself and how I felt about myself. And that is truly something that I will never, ever do. That has been, like, the biggest thing that I've learned in my healing and in my growing is that no one can have, no, you cannot let anyone have that much amount of power over you that they impact how you feel about yourself and how you see yourself. You have, I think it's been really important for me and it's been such a huge step in the right direction for me to become really, really grounded in who I am and what I believe. And not to say that I can't grow and I can't change, but just knowing who I am and knowing what I deserve and becoming so unbothered by what other people have to say and think has been a huge game changer for me because now somebody says something to me and I'm just like, I know that like, it just doesn't like, it it doesn't bother me anymore. Like I just don't let it impact the way that I see myself. Like when I look in the mirror, I no longer like don't recognize the person that I've become or hate the person staring back at me. Like I look at myself and I'm like, I'm proud of you. Like I'm happy for you. And that has really truly just been about adopting this this mindset and this mentality that people don't have control over me. There are a lot of things in life that I can control. And one of the things that I can't control is other people. What other people have to say, what other people think, how other people feel. I can't control that. I can do my part to make other people feel good about themselves and spread good energy but at the end of the day what other people have to say about me and about what I'm doing I can't really change that so but what I can control is how I perceive it and how I perceive myself and how I view myself and I think the minute that I realize that and that anyone realizes that you like I just became such a better person for it and I think that that's the biggest thing that like I can share with people is just like don't let people dictate how you feel about yourself it is you it is literally you you have to understand your worth and know your worth and have it be so solidified in your mind that you're no longer asking for it from other people but that you're stating it and that's coming from a place within you and if anybody tries you know to say less or tell you that you are less like you're just not going to accept it Like, why do you think, for me, it's just, like, I think about this a lot. I'm, like, why do you think it's called self-love, self-respect, self-worth? There's a reason that all of those things begin with self. And it's because you can't find them within anybody else. Nobody else can define your self-worth. Nobody else can define how much you 
choose to respect and love yourself, that has to come from within. And so for me growing up, like sharing those stories and those things that I was talking about, I let my coaches, I let other people dictate how I chose to perceive myself, which led me to such an unhappy and toxic place. And that was such a toxic relationship to have with myself and with the world because in my healing process I ended up resenting those people so much and I ended up resenting myself like I let those people chip and chip away at me to the point where like I had nothing else left because they just took they stripped me of everything they stripped me of literally everything that I that I thought I could be or had and I let them have those things. I let them have that power over me. And that was just such a dangerous game to play. And I think that it's just so important that, you know, regardless of whether it's an authority figure or an adult, like whoever it is, they just don't, they don't get to have that power over you. I remember like a specific instance where I felt like I couldn't stand up for myself or say anything one because I just had so little self-confidence and so little self-respect that I didn't even realize at the time that what this person said to me was like not okay and I believed it but something that will always stick with me and I think a lot about to this day is my senior year is my last ever last ever game and Of course, I was super emotional. I had become a very emotional person my senior year. And um, every, like, all my coaches knew that I was going through kind of a really hard time and a really tough place mentally. And it was our final game. And I just remember being subbed off for the final time and just feeling like all these emotions just sort of hit me at once because I just loved, you know, my team so much. And I was really sad to be leaving. And I wasn't sure about the future. I was, everything just hit me all at once in this one moment. And I was so emotional and overwhelmed that when I, you know, was, I went down and sat by myself on the end of the bench because I just, I hated people seeing me cry. I didn't want to like let my team know that I was hurt. Like I wanted to, I wanted so badly to be strong for them. And I remember when my, one of my coaches said something to me and it just didn't really like register with me that he was talking to me like I I knew what he had said but it just didn't really like click with my brain that he was talking to me and so I wasn't trying to be disrespectful by ignoring him um I just I my brain didn't process it I had like a brain fart and I was crying I was so emotional and he said something to me and I didn't answer and um I don't think he heard me say this but I did he said what a bitch talking about me (laughs) and at the time like I heard that and instead of being mad and angry like I 110% should have been because that's just so not okay I believed it I allowed myself to believe that and didn't think twice about it and was like yeah maybe maybe I am a bitch and I convinced myself that I was rude and the rude and disrespectful one in that situation and I should have done better and you know it didn't even occur to me to think that maybe he was in the wrong because you know he was an adult figure who I constantly 
and honestly just wanted approval from and just wanted him to like me. But I also just didn't have the presence of mind to be like, fuck it, I don't care if he's an adult figure, like, that's not okay to say. So no matter who it, like, from that, no matter who it is in your life, no one, whether they're older or younger, gets to dictate how you feel about yourself. No adult, just because they're an adult, doesn't make them any more right or wrong than you. Like, that has nothing to do with it, and I think that that's something that I thought you know, I always put these adults in my life on such a pedestal and, you know, always constantly just wanted their approval. But, like, they're human beings just like you, like, just like me. And just because they're older doesn't make them perfect. Like, they can say and do shitty things, like, in that instance. And you can't, you like you you just can't let people walk all over you like that you it's so important to have enough self-respect to know that that is not okay that is not an acceptable thing and being treated like that or being treated poorly is not what you deserve you're worth so much more as a human being than than that and so that's what I that's like the biggest thing that I have to say is just you cannot, you have to have enough self-respect and self-love to be able to know what you deserve and what you don't deserve because there are clear things that you don't deserve and clear things that you do deserve and being treated poorly is just not one of those things no matter who you are. Love yourself enough, respect yourself enough to accept the love and the respect and the treatment that you do deserve. And I think it's so important, like, with that, too, being so in touch with who you are and just loving yourself so much and being so confident and so deeply rooted in who you are and what you believe and in your being and and your energy and your your vibes that nobody's presence, whether it's good or bad, can disturb your inner peace and how you see yourself. I was not grounded enough. I hadn't, I didn't have enough confidence. I didn't have that respect for myself to be able to, you know, root myself and be able to say, you're, you like, you don't get to have that power over me. And I think that that's so important. I think that that is just self-respect and self-love is so, so important. If you have nothing else at the end of the day, like, you got to have that. You should have that because what what's like literally what is life worth living if you're just doing it by what everybody else thinks and by what everybody else has to say about you. Like that is just no longer your life. That's no longer your like you're not even a part like are you even like a person who is living at that point if you're just constantly doing shit for everybody else. Like no, you're not. You have to be the best and truest version of yourself and figure out a way to love that version of yourself. And if you don't, then change. Like, don't be afraid to change. If there's something that you don't like about yourself, like, it's okay to change. Like, growth is possible. Healing is possible. I was in the worst fucking place of my life to the point where I tried to literally take my own life. But I woke up one day after that moment and was like no it's time like you need to do something about this 
I became so unhappy with myself that I finally was like, it, something has to change, something has to give, and it is okay to grow, and it is okay to step outside of your comfort zone and attempt to heal. Healing is the greatest thing that you can possibly do, and it's never too late to start. It is never too late to reinvent yourself, to start loving yourself, to forgive yourself. That is such a huge thing as well. Learning to forgive yourself for the mistakes that you've made and the way you've let yourself be treated. That was a really big part of my healing process was accepting that, okay, yeah, I did let myself get treated like shit. I did let myself do these things and that wasn't okay. But now I know that that's not okay and that's just the way that I'm going to continue to live my life is... I'm going to continue to seek out that inner peace and be so content and undisturbed with my being that nobody has that power over me anymore. Nobody gets to dictate my life anymore. I'm going to start living and doing life by my rules and expectations. And for me, that confidence has been and that self-respect and self-love has just been life-changing. And with that healing, it's been, it's been such a, like, it takes a lot of courage to be able to do that, to be able to let go of what is hurting your heart and your soul because you find yourself, or at least I found myself, like, holding on to each and every one of those little things and being so unbelievably hurt and so unbelievably angry because I had never allowed myself to feel that way before, because I accepted those things as normal. Um, So in my growing process, I went through a lot of anger and hurt stages and um, had a lot of resentment for a lot of people. And honestly, I'm still trying to work through some of that resentment for people and hurt and anger for people but and hurt and anger for myself but because I think there's always room room for more forgiveness and more love and but that is truly like one of the most courageous things I think that a person can do is allow themselves to heal and allow themselves to be loved by themselves because our minds are so dangerous and so toxic sometimes the mind is a like really beautiful but also really hurtful place and so I think when we decide to love ourselves and appreciate ourselves that takes a lot of courage and a lot of inner strength and if you are struggling to find things to love about yourself let that be one of them let your courage and your strength um be one of those things that you admire about yourself I think something else with healing that really I think a lot about is kind of how I went about my healing. Healing, I've learned, and growing is not linear. It's not going to be a straight, perfect line. Um, There's no timeline for it has been another thing. Like, thinking about how, you know, I was really embarrassed to be hurting (laughs) about things that happened, you know, to me a year or two years ago because, for me, I was just like, bitch, you need to let that go. But truly like I couldn't because I was still learning from it and still I was still processing that emotion and so I think being gentle with yourself 
um, is super important, but knowing that, like, there is no timeline for things and how you feel about things, um, there's no way to, to know when things are, like, truly going to be better. You just have to kind of let, let yourself go a little bit and just let, let things like let life take its course and for me almost two years out from you know graduating high school and going through some of my darkest and worst days and you know being that freshman in college just being so miserable like that was like a year ago right now um a year's a long time to have to go through stuff a year's a long time to be hurt and angry and sad but it was worth it because I'm so content and honestly the happiest I've I've been I think in probably my whole entire life so also just know that like I think your feelings are valid I think I spent also a lot of time beating myself up for feeling the way I did about things and thinking like because it is just a stupid sport like at the end of the day like it literally is just a stupid sport a stupid high school sport like why did I let those things like get to me that badly it's okay to feel the way you feel about things like if any don't let anybody ever try to tell you that the way you feel like you don't deserve to feel the way you feel about things because you do it is your your feelings are valid and they matter and while some things yeah you know they're not going to matter in five years and you need to there are some things that you just need to boss up and move on from trauma like emotional trauma and and really emotional things that you've been through like it's okay to feel the way you feel about things it's okay to be hurt it's okay to feel sad and angry and upset it's truly okay and those who care and those who are truly worth being in your life and being around you will help make you feel validated in those feelings and will help you process those things and will be understanding of the way you feel and will not try to belittle and minimize the way you feel. And if you are someone who is, you know, trying to help someone get through something or is trying to help someone work through their shit, don't be belittling, don't be undermining and tell them that it's not that big of a deal or that it's not worth being that upset over because for them in that moment, like it is, their feelings are very real and their emotions, emotions can do a number on you even if you personally feel like it's not that big of a deal like to them if they like they they can't help the way that they they feel about the situation or whatever it is so be there for them love and support them you know be there for them in that moment and then you know once that kind of really like emotional phase passes then you know you encourage them to boss up and move on and tell them how great their life is going to be post whatever it is but don't be someone who tells someone that they're not that they don't deserve to feel how they're feeling because emotions are a powerful thing a really strong and powerful thing so just be there in the best way for your people and if you are someone who's going through something and it has someone in your life that's making you feel like you shouldn't be upset about something or sad or happy even just even happy about something then you need to reevaluate your relationship and you need to reevaluate the people in your life. 
and with that too, that is also a huge part of healing is learning to let go of things and people that no longer serve you. That has been a really big challenge for me because I have had relationships and people in my life that have been so good to me during my time of need and my time of my lowest points in life. And they were great for me. They were so good to me and I'm so appreciative of the way that they were there for me during that time. But I found that some people no longer fit into my life um, for some reason. I realized that even though as good as they were to me, there was also, I have a lot of hurt with those people. There's a lot of hurt that I think that they have caused me that I didn't realize at the time because I placed so much of my trust and love into them that I didn't realize that they were also someone who was causing a lot of pain and hurt for me. And people don't always grow with you. People are not, people, relationships, as hard and as frustrating as it is, they're not always meant to stay in your life forever. It's okay to outgrow people and places and things. Relationships and situations aren't necessarily made to last forever. In order for it to be a successful relationship or situation, maybe it doesn't need to last forever. Maybe it was successful in the time that it was. You know what I'm saying? When things, when like you think about food, for example, you have like a carton of milk. When you hold on to that carton of milk past its expiration date, it gets bitter, it gets sour, and it gets disgusting. And same thing with relationships. Like, you have to be able to sit down and really have the hard and honest conversation with yourself. Like, is this person serving me in a way that is beneficial to my growth, my new part of life, my new, my healing, and my my learning and the answer isn't always going to be yes and that's such a tough pill to swallow because you want people to be in your life forever you want to love your people forever you want to see the best in them always and sometimes it's a really tough pill to swallow to to realize that maybe they aren't the best thing for you anymore maybe they haven't necessarily been the best thing for you in a while but maybe you've just been trying to seek that out because it's what's comfortable and it's what you know And they were good to you in a time when you needed them. And like I said, like just because something is familiar doesn't mean that it's bad, it's good for you. Um, Growth and healing is uncomfortable. It's a lot of discomfort, but eventually you reach that place of comfort. And... I think sometimes when you change so much in life, when you kind of have this drastic change or you become a different person through healing and through growing, it's hard for people to understand and accept that you're no longer the person that you were. Um, You can't be apologetic for that because, again, like I said, not everybody's going to grow with you or be able to understand that or see that. So while it may be hard for them and they may try to resist it and continue to try to see you in the same light 
um, whether intentional or not, you don't have to apologize for it. I mean, people get used to the script that you have. People get used to, you know, your life and the way you're living your life. And when you change that script and when you change the way you're living your life, it means that they, you know, in turn also have to, like, they do have to change the, like, they need to change the way they see you because you're not the same person. But that change may be resistant and it may be hard for them. And it may, they may not understand that or see that. Um, but that can't impede your growth. That can't impede your healing process. And with that being said, I think something that I'm currently still learning as I'm evaluating relationships is that I can't be angry anymore. I can't be angry at the person or I can't be angry at the situation because whatever it was, it did play an important role in my life and getting me to where I am. It served its purpose it did what it was there for me. It was what I needed in the time, but it can be released and I can be okay with that release. I can find the lesson within that and learn to let that go peacefully. And when you're holding on, like if you are holding on to relationships, it's not only going to be toxic for you, but it's going to be toxic for the other person because when you hold on to things that aren't good for you anymore, because you feel guilty, you feel bad, like, you know, this sounds like harsh, but dropping people, but essentially, like, you're dropping someone, but in the best way possible, or you're holding on to them out of loyalty, it's going to lead to a lot of tension and resentment, is what I've noticed (laughs) in the relationships that I've been trying to, like, let go and move on from, but, like, still trying to, like, hold on to because it feels comfortable, or I'm guilty, or feel bad, at the end of the day, you like you have to do what is best for you. And you have to trust in other people and in the situation that they're gonna that they're gonna be okay and that they're gonna handle their own process and they're gonna be able to do their own self-evaluation and realize that that relationship or that thing, whatever it is, no longer being present, is truly for the best. It's truly what needed to happen because when you hold on to shit when you hold on to things that are no longer benefiting you or no longer fitting into your your headspace and your mind that's at the expense of you like that's at the expense of your well-being and your growth and when you're able to like literally when you're able to let go of things like it literally makes room to embrace new things and to cultivate new relationships or you know whatever it is and sometimes like even that may just like it doesn't necessarily even mean like letting go of a person maybe it's just letting go of that type of relationship that you had and cultivating a new relationship regrouping and relearning how to you know function in that relationship you just you have to figure it out and do what feels right you can't for but you can't force anything you can't do things that don't feel right for you because then you're just going to be back in the same place that you started and it's going to feel miserable and hard all the time and you just have to understand that it's okay to feel uncomfortable 
that it is going to be uncomfortable, that it's not easy, it's not an easy process, and that it's going to be hard, like, it's hard to, like, watch people that were so, you know, people and things and situations in your life that were so good, realizing that it's not good for you. I think that was, like, a really, really big thing for me, kind of turning it back to my, you know, soccer thing. I hate to keep, like, relating it back to this, but, I mean, it was such a huge part of my life, and I'm owning that. When I realized that and quit soccer permanently, obviously, like, I'm playing again now, but I'm playing for fun. Um, When I quit my collegiate soccer, you know, career, whatever that was that I did for a week, when I quit that and realized that a lot of my pain was coming from the soccer world and the soccer environment, the biggest mistake that I made was immediately, you know, turning around and coming home and agreeing to or forcing myself back into my high school soccer environment and my travel soccer environment. What did I do? I immediately came home and because it felt comfortable, because it was people that I loved so much and felt, you know, were there for me during my time and while they were so good to me, going back into that environment was so was such a mistake, such a bad decision for me to make because that environment was hurting me. It was no longer serving a beneficial purpose to me. I'd done my time. There was no point in me going back and doing that again. I was just going back and revisiting, you know, the same hurt and the same feelings that I had always been having. I went back and was still being treated like shit by some of my coaches. You know, I was in this new role in this new position of like trying to help the team in a different way and they still continued to make me feel small and continued to make me feel like I wasn't worthy of being there like I didn't belong and yet again I I allowed myself to feel that way and that was for me that was like I had sort of put this bandage on and was slowly beginning to heal this wound and then going back into that environment it like was like a huge I just like basically ripped ripped the band-aid off and like let the bleeding happen all over again and it was such a big mistake and so that for me is why I've learned that like you you're not ever going to heal and you're not ever going to grow by going back to what hurt you and broke you in the first place. Maybe eventually, like 10 years from now, although I do not ever see myself coming back to where I am now and essentially reliving my life, like being, you know, helping with my, you know, whatever. It's just, you, you can't heal at the hands of the, or at the knee, at the feet of the people who broke you, if that makes sense. You can't be begging for or trying to seek out comfort in those who hurt you or those situations or the environment that was toxic for you. I know that, like, it's so weird because as toxic as it is, most of the, like, as toxic as a situation or environment is, like, it's usually what feels most comfortable because it's what you know. And for some reason, we just always, I feel like we as human beings, we obviously cling to what is comfortable. Um because it's just what's easier and what feels right but 
sometimes what feels right isn't always the right thing. Sometimes what feels wrong is the right thing. Like, it it just didn't make, like, looking back on that, it just does not make any sense to me that I went back into that situation or that I rejoined my travel team and was playing under the same coaches that really destroyed me as a human being. Like, I don't know why I did that, but, like, I thought, you know, it was too soon. Obviously, now I am playing with a travel team and I am having so much fun and enjoying it, but that's because I've had this time to heal and had this time to grow and I know now that I can walk back into that situation and that environment and not feel the way I did growing up so yeah eventually maybe you can go back to things and you'll re be able to rebuild those relationships or rebuild that situation and be able to walk into it feeling differently but when you are in the middle of healing and when you're all, you, you are in the middle of hurting, do not go back to the thing or the place or the person that broke you. It's not worth it. I know it's what feels comfortable and you think it's going to be okay because, you know, you understand now, but you're not, it's not okay. You're not ready for it. So don't be afraid to feel uncomfortable. Get comfortable feeling uncomfortable Honestly, not even just with healing, but no matter what you're doing in life, because that's the only way you're going to grow. Being uncomfortable and seeking out change and new things, new relationships, new environments, new situations, that is the only way you're going to grow. That is the only way you're going to heal. And the only way you can do that is by being the best version of yourself and learning to love and accept yourself in those situations and let go of situations and people who don't serve you anymore, who don't play an impactful role in your life anymore. That's just what I have to say. That was a lot. That was a lot of talking, but I feel like it's been, that's been sitting on my mind for a while now, and it feels good to have it like spoken out into existence, and I don't know who's listening to this, but I hope that in some way this helps you or you're able to relate to it in some way or take something positive away from this, what I had to say. And if you have any, like, feedback for me, like, please give it to me. Like, I love, I love hearing from people and, like, hearing from, like, how other people are doing, how you're doing, like, Uh, also one last thing speaking of that hearing from other people check in on your friends I'm gonna try to end every podcast episode with saying this because I think it is so important check in on your friends make sure they're okay because those of us who seem the happiest and laugh the most and love the most sometimes we're the ones who are going through it the most be there for your people as you would want them to be there for you. Love your people as you want them to love you. Remind them that they matter. Remind them how important they are. And don't be one of those people who loves and gives so much love to someone in a time when they desperately need it and then 
walk away from them and leave them because, you know, they're doing better. Always check in with them. People don't just, people who are hurting and people who are going through something, they don't just want a relationship with you while they're hurting and while they're going through something. When you are there for someone during such a deep and dark time in their life, like that's a relationship that I think people want for a lifetime. So don't, you know, not abandon, but essentially, yeah, don't abandon the people that you love just because you think they're okay because you decided that they're doing better. Always check in on them and don't ever give up on checking in on them. Even if they seem like they don't want to talk, chances are they probably do. They probably want to hear from you. They probably want to rekindle that relationship or, you know, they want to be able to remind you how much they love you. But just make sure your people are okay. Be there for your people. Always, always, always. But most importantly, be there for yourself. Love yourself first and foremost. Respect yourself first and foremost because I think when you start to respect yourself and love yourself, you cultivate an energy that radiates from within and spreads to other people. And other people are are able to feel that energy. So it starts with you, baby. You got to love and respect yourself. So my takeaways from this, not to just keep repeating everything I'm saying, but my takeaways from this, the things that I want, if you listen to this, people to, you people to remember, is never ever let anyone make you decide how you feel about yourself. Never let anyone have the power over you to determine how you see and how you feel about yourself because at the end of the day all you have is you and how they what they think and say about you is honestly a bigger reflection of them than it is of you and 99.9% of the time the things they say come from their own place of insecurity so be your best self be your most authentic self be honest be kind be real Don't shy away from your inner you and love that inner you. Love yourself. Dear God, just love yourself. (laughs) Have some self-respect and live life the way you want to live your life. And always check in on your people. That's all I have to say. I've done enough rambling. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, Please, please, please give me your feedback. I want to know what I can do better or what you liked, what you didn't like, whatever it is. And I hope you were able to take something away from this at the end of the day, if nothing else, that you took something positive away from this or were able to benefit from hearing me talk for about an hour straight. So with that being said, I hope you guys have an amazing day, amazing week, and cultivate good energy. And I hope you're feeling all the good, good positive vibes. So thank you so much for listening. Um, I love my people. You guys rock. So, peace. See you next episode.